Welcome to Pure Gold, an honest, no-nonsense take on what it means to live daily with sexual integrity, offering practical tips and suggestions on how to strengthen your character, deepen your transparency, and grow in truth through the power of Jesus Christ. So this week on the podcast, we are talking about discipline. Woo! What a great topic, right? <laughs> it's summertime, and on Pure Gold, we're talking about discipline. Um, yeah. Well, I, I actually think in light of summertime, this is a much-needed um, topic, especially in terms of recovery. And, you know, I, I've been working with guys for a number of years now, um, you know, in, se- in, in sexual purity, helping them with sexual purity. And um, it, it's been it's been an issue that's come up as we've talked, you know, about our growth is this idea of discipline and building in healthy disciplines, building in healthy character, you know, uh, or, or h- how discipline develops our character, because that's what it does. Uh, discipline develops character within us, and you know, it happens through the transformation of our heart. It happens through the brokenness that takes place in our lives as we, you know, discover and realize that uh, we're really, we're really messed up human beings. We're really messed up human, you know, individuals and we need help. Uh, You know, we need, you know, we need to get healthy again. We need to gain a healthy view of sexuality of the opposite sex. And so the way in which we do that is beginning to develop healthy disciplines and uh, you know an overarching you know goal of our recovery is to become more disciplined and you know uh, I know we hear a lot about this so we talk a lot about this at the beginning of the year right when people set new year's resolutions but every single day as a man in recovery I have certain disciplines and at this point in my recovery in year 10 a lot of those disciplines sort of go I don't want to say they go uh, un- they, they don't I don't think about them but they come very natural to me at this point, and yet there's systems that I've built into place. There are things that uh, protections and and just um, you know uh, boundaries and uh, lines that I refuse to cross, and you know uh, prayers and scriptures and, and and all sorts of things that I've put into place as disciplines to help me uh, you know stay safe, to help me protect my heart, to, pr- to protect my mind. Um, to protect the intimacy between my wife and I, so there, there's a lot of there's a lot to be said about discipline. And as I've worked with guys, you know, unfortunately, um, sort of the downer is that I've worked with guys before that they haven't come to this place where they're ready to really become disciplined over their recovery, and they sort of coast through it, and they don't do well because they're unwilling to develop disciplines, healthy disciplines. And, um, you know, even so much recently as, as someone who told me that, um, they were going into a situation and, uh, they knew that there could be potential temptation and struggle. Um, they knew that there could be possible, you know, there could be possibilities for slips and relapse. And yet they pretty much didn't care. They just, you know, were kind of willing to walk into it unguarded um, even to walk into it without a sense of accountability. And, um, you know, I, I, 
I felt like it was my, my position in that moment to sort of push back in a real healthy, loving way, not, not in a condemning, you know, discouraging way, but just to sort of push back and, and, you know, present to this person the reality of what they were saying. And that was that they were willing to go into a situation, undisciplined, unguarded, where they knew there was the potential to fall and the potential to have a slip up. And they said, yep, that's pretty much it. And, you know, what do you say to something like that? You know, what do you say to, to a person like that who's basically taking their own recovery uh, and, and just kind of throwing it out the window in some ways? And, you know, I believe that this, this person is very, you know, I believe this person cares about their life. I do think they care about their family and they care about their heart, but they haven't come to a place where they are completely broken over what their addiction has done and is doing, and they're not completely ready to surrender. Um, they're not completely ready to give over uh, the self-medication, the self-medicative uh, behavior. And so, you know, that's why it's important as we talk about discipline to, um, that, that there's, there's many things that have to come, and we've talked before on the podcast, but there's many things that actually have to come before you're able to develop disciplines, healthy disciplines. And, you know, we've talked about things like brokenness. We've talked about things like, you know, a willingness to be honest with your spouse in past episodes, last few podcasts. But we want to talk specifically about this week about discipline and how do we develop healthy discipline. And, you know, uh, so, you know, I'm, I'm talking to those out there who have come to a place where you're broken, where you realize the gravity of your sin where you realize what you've done to your uh, to your spouse, what you've done to your family, what you've done to your heart, your own life. So what? So what's next? So what's the next step? So I want to say congratulations. <laughs> um, that doesn't feel like a very good thing to hear, but congratulations. You've come to a really healthy place, believe it or not, where you're ready to take the next steps into developing uh, healthy healthy discipline. So we're going to talk about some of those this week and, and I'm sure we're probably in the ensuing podcasts after this on what uh, discipline in recovery looks like. So the word discipline brings up uh, all kind of thoughts. Um, when I first started recovery, it was the same time I was becoming a Christian. So a lot of new things were hitting me and from my church friends, I was given all kinds of disciplines that I need to get right. You know, he talked to me about reading the Bible every day and praying without ceasing and financial giving and fasting even. And honestly, trying to do all the spiritual disciplines simultaneously, it did keep my brain occupied, but then it also left me feeling like I was failing. And somewhat being a perfectionist, my melancholy temperament, I was never hitting the mark. So those feelings really didn't help my sobriety. So over the years, I've kind of modified my definition and what, what the purpose of, of discipline is. Discipline's good, but I, I needed to redefine it so as, uh, it could be accomplished. Uh, today, I want to grow in my ability to bring my fleshly desires under control. So I want to be able to discipline my flesh whenever it pops up. So whether it be impure thoughts... Uh, that's that's a big one. Uh, my tendency to emotionally eat, um, and my tongue. You know, and, and we all know we need God's help with that and prayer and 
nobody does it perfectly, but as I discipline my tongue to speak more encouragement, that helps my overall being, my well-being. Uh, these are the things, my thoughts and my tendency to emotionally eat and my tongue, they will crop up and try to steal my recovery walk and the journey you know, to become the new me. So practically speaking, I focus on my thoughts, my health, and my tongue to keep those disciplined. When those are in check, then I'm usually walking well with the Lord. Uh, I feel good about myself, and I also see that when, I'm in, when those things are in check, it's amazing how well Beth and I are doing. So to keep my thoughts and health and tongue in check, I, I also have some disciplines that I try to practice to assist me. Because I've learned that discipline doesn't just mean bringing something under control. It also means to train up, to teach, uh, like military training. And that's a lot of guys push back against that. But if you're starting a, any kind of race, it takes time to discipline your body and train it up to, 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 to finish well. For example, training my eyes not to stay focused on anything that would stir up my thoughts. Um, and on that, I'm still a work in progress. Uh, the world doesn't make it easy for us. But I have learned that whatever I stare at for any period of time is going to eventually consume my thinking and my brain. So I've got to redirect the thoughts, bounce the eyes. You've heard, probably heard that uh, suggestion. There's two more come to mind as far as disciplines. Um, have been helpful for me. Making time every day to be alone with the Lord uh, has literally changed my life. Now that time may be reading, praying, or just being thankful with them. Just being, as a not always doing kind of thing. Sometimes just listen to music that relaxes me. But not just doing all the time. And I think that's part of where I made the mistake in the early years of discipline. It's about the doing. It's more about the being. So just being alone with God is a great discipline that some days may only be 15, 20 minutes. Some days it may end up uh, blessed with an hour. But I need that time just to reset and refocus and, and, and keep everything in gear. Um, last thing is also I needed to find some disciplines that just bring joy to my soul. You know, I've, I've, I remember reading that, uh, that addicts don't know how to play. You know, we know how to sell pleasure. We know how to chase things. But we just don't know how to, how to play and just enjoy so one of the things I started doing was uh, well, a couple of things, walking and uh, going out on the kayak, being alone. Now, it sounds like I'm a loner. That's my temperament. Um, I don't make that all of my time, but I need some of that time just to refresh my soul. So I took these, took these activities up in the last couple of years. Don't always do them consistently, but I know I need to keep working them into the mix, you know, weekly, daily, whatever I can do. So finding new disciplines, it's a different perspective on discipline. Um, I need to find the ones that bless my soul, that refresh my spirit. And those are just as important as the discipline I need to bring, the control that I have to bring to my eyes and my eating and my tongue. Um, the, the goal for us, you know, as guys in recovery, the goal is spiritual health, physical health, emotional health. It's, it's our well-being. So sobriety is our daily, it's our daily journey. But healing is really where we're all, all headed. 
We just need to stay sober in order, by God's grace, to eventually be healthier today than we were yesterday. Hebrews 12 says, My child, don't underestimate the value of the discipline and training of the Lord God, or get depressed when He has to correct you. For the Lord's training of your life is the evidence of His faithful love. And when He draws you to Himself, it proves you are His delightful child. Fully embrace God's correction as part of your training, for He is doing what any loving father does for his children. For who has ever heard of a child who has ever been who has never had to be corrected? We all should welcome God's discipline as the validation of authentic sonship. For if we have never once endured his correction, it only proves that we are strangers and not sons. And isn't it true that we respect our earthly fathers even though they corrected and disciplined us? Then we should dem- then, then we should demonstrate even greater respect for God, our spiritual father as we submit to his life-giving discipline. Our parents corrected us for the short time of our childhood it seemed as it seemed good to them, but God corrects us throughout our lives for our own good, giving us an invitation to share his holiness. Now all discipline seems to be more pain than pleasure at the time, yet later it will produce a transformation of character, bringing a harvest of righteousness and peace to those who yield to it. So discipline... Uh, It doesn't feel good, but discipline is always good for us. And I think the same is true in our recovery. Um, It's very difficult to experience correction when we are, maybe we're called out by a brother or sister, you know, after we've, um, you know, made, made an unhealthy decision or if we're making unhealthy decisions or, or whatever the case might be, or maybe we're, we're trying to kind of white knuckle it through a little bit. Um, we've, I think, you know, I've had those times in my recovery when, you know, I've been uh, corrected, where I've been kind of called out by someone, but I felt that, you know, that that loving hand of discipline on me, and uh, it's good for me. It's good for my soul. It's good for my recovery. It's good for my heart. Um, I just think about as as a dad, um, as a dad, as a husband. As a, as a son of God, as, as one of his many, many sons, the discipline that uh, I feel like the Lord has brought in my life and continues to bring in my life, even, even up to today, how God speaks and brings about loving, 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 but healthy correction. It's something we can't, can't run from. It's something we can't skirt as a part of our lives and our relationship with Jesus and our recovery from addiction. Uh, being learned, being humble enough, you know, bowing ourselves, being humble enough and, you know, uh, displaying that humility to receive uh, correction, to receive discipline uh, will really take us a long way, I think, in our journeys. Another friend had this to say about uh, discipline. He said, I think self-discipline is super important to create the space for healing. Diving into a process, steps, action plan, heart work, etc., requires faith and discipline. I would just add to add to it a little bit to take take any away any. Uh, let me say this one, that one more time. I would just add to it a little bit to take away any. I can will freedom with self discipline. Thoughts. I would add, freedom is impossible without healing. Healing is difficult without some distance from shame. 
Also for me, the self-confidence of that discipline, excuse me, the self-confidence of that distance from acting out allowed me to see through the lies of the enemy. So in my continued journey, healing is the goal that is fostered through being able to be confident in what I put my faith in. The quote-unquote self parts of discipline, control, confidence are complex in recovery and spirituality. There's a higher power involved. Realizing more deeply the reality of Christ in me, through me, as me was huge. So, you know, again, just, just realizing that you know, developing healthy, healthy disciplines in recovery is is massive. You know, we can't expect other people to get us healthy. We can't expect we can't expect Jesus, you know, God to be the one that we can't dump it all on his plate and expect that he's just gonna he's just gonna do it all for us. We have got to create those healthy processes, the the healthy steps, the action plan to put it put apart to put into place in our journeys so that we can become the men and women that God wants us to be. So just really feel like this week, uh, there's a huge call to uh, for, for all of us in, in our varied places in life. Again, whether you're on recovery from an addiction, from a sexual addiction, uh, or from some kind of addiction, or, you know, just um, if you're a student, you know, who's getting ready to head back to school and, and you're, you know, kind of maybe you're not feeling... You know, you, you just, you're not in the mode of, of ready to, you know, be you know, that you're ready to go back to school. Uh, you know, maybe you're in your sophomore year, your junior year, you're kind of like in the middle, you're not at the beginning, but you're not at the end. Uh, or maybe you are a young parent, you know, like myself, um, you know, or, or, a, or you've been married for a couple years. And, you know, there's this process of discipline, this process of uh, really dying to yourself, right? It's a hard one, isn't it? It's a hard one to die. It's a hard thing to die to yourself. It's a hard thing for the things in your life that aren't like God, the things that are not like Jesus, to to die. And but that's what I'm asking this week for all of us, challenging all of us, myself number one, to be um, to to find ourselves in that place where we are humble enough to receive correction, and that we will put into place healthy not just discipline, but disciplines in our lives to help us grow, to help us mature uh, in our in our recovery journey. So praying that you have a great week. I thank you guys for listening to this week's podcast. And uh, again, reach out to us however you need to on pflhome.com. Lots of ways you can connect with us on the website or through the podcast. Thank, thanks so much for listening. We love you guys. God bless. listening to Pure Gold, our weekly podcast from Purity for Life. Don't forget to visit our website for additional content, including our entire podcast archive, articles, links, and videos to help encourage you on your journey for sexual purity. All this and more can be found at pflhome.com. Also, follow us on social media through Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. We would love to hear from you.